Hi, friends. Welcome back. Hi, friends. <laughs> Like, you're just gonna say anything today, or is it just gonna be me? Uh, welcome to Tours Eden. We're so excited for week three. Um, yeah, just thank you guys so much for all the support so far, like just listening and um, the messages we've been receiving. We really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. It's really funny because when we launched, um, when we were doing Joy Copy Chaos and we launched that, it was like our first episode got like huge reception. And it was so instantly gratifying. And I think like for where we were at the time, it was so like, oh my gosh, like, look, this is so cool. And it's working. People like us. And this time around, like, it's just funny how when like you actually talk about what's on your heart and like what God wants to speak through you, like it's totally different. And like, it is harder. Um, but we, it's, it's like when you niche down. <laughs> Yeah, and if you're in like, that social world, in the social world of it, but it just like in the God world of it, like it's so funny how like, you know, like I think like where we were a year ago, if like we had been met the first time around with kind of like the slower response, then we would have been totally discouraged and not at all, like didn't like yeah, just wouldn't think we could do it. But now like it's just a whole different mindset, mindset, and we just like it's not about <laughs> the views or the plays, like. If there's only three people who listen, that's three people that hopefully um, God is speaking to through this podcast, and that's all we want. That's good with us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. If it's one person, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, exactly. If it speaks to your heart and find, um, like you find joy in it, or you find reassurance, or anything it's just like that that's all that matters to, even for us I think it's good and, and like it's stretching us I mean yeah. we're like we're like two of the three people here so yeah. <laughs> like this is a huge stretch for like I think for both of us just kind of having to talk it all through like it's yeah. one thing to live it in the quiet but to like put our faith so out there and um yeah like our like not our words but like our words if you know what yeah. I mean so and that being said please share this with your friends share it yes. with somebody listen to these two girls that have no idea what they're talking about they're um, kind of funny yeah we just we have really big plans and um big heart for like where this ministry could go so these are the early days and the starting point but um yeah just I it is really just our hope that like as many women moms moms are not just women christians could be encouraged through this so um yeah grandma's aunts you know i'm a grandma <laughs> not a grandma oh my gosh i feel like when my body is just like i feel so old lately like i feel like so I've many all... people have been feeling that lately though even at work everyone's like i'm dragging i'm like i don't like it's just like i don't know what it is mine is because i just hired these two girls two young girls and they're lovely and they're beautiful and they're so stylish and fashionable and i was just like wow i am so old i literally went up to the one today i was like i'm like where do you buy your clothes because like i need to figure out how to look like you again <laughs> I, I need to so be trendy. Um, but okay, so for today, we are going to talk about again stretching ourselves here. Um, but we're going to talk about control 
and relinquishing control to God. And how do we trust God when bad things happen or bad things are happening? Um, Asked Taylor my response to her sending this to me this week or an hour ago. <laughs> she wasn't happy. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I cannot talk about this, Taylor. I'm not ready yet. Like, I can't do this yet. So bear with us. Yeah, I will. And I think like it's a hard one for me, too. And I just think, I don't know. I, I was I was honestly I was writing and researching for kind of like a different topic. And then God put this one in your yeah, head. Yeah. For some like, reason. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, like, cool. Let's go. <laughs> like of all things, like of all things, we could talk about this is what you think is this is what you want us talking about right now. Yeah. When apparently. I say being stretched, not joking. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, because I think it's just hard, but um, okay, let's start with some definitions because I like those. Um so control as like a noun is the power to influence or direct people's behavior or or <laughs> behavior. <laughs> I don't know what it is said. Behavior or the course of events. And trust is a firm belief in the reliability, ability, or strength of someone or something. So I think that's pretty like weighted, like firm belief. Yeah, firm belief and the re- reliability. I think, like, these are, like, two heavy definitions. Like, control is really, really heavy, but so is stress, right? And, like... Yeah, and they're two words that I think get thrown around a lot. And that's why I like these definitions because mm-hmm. it's, like, it just kind of, like, grounds, like, this is what it actually means. And it's yeah. not really, like, you know, like, we can say that, like, I think, like, oh, like, I trust this. I trust that. I trust them or whatever. Um, but, like, full, complete, like, firm belief in the reliability ability or strength of someone or something like that that's ha- like that's weighted um yeah and same yeah. with like control like the power like just that word alone like the power too is like whoa mm-hmm. like control like to have the power to influence anybody is really scary um yeah so with that like um yeah. Um, God did not promise us an easy life when we became followers. So John 16, Um Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Taylor <laughs> asked me, like, does the Bible say that? I was like, yeah, like the scripture, like – swear i've read it ten thousand times lately i know and i knew it said it somewhere and i was like why can't i find this like yeah so like just that alone like is so like just because we are followers of jesus and just because we do put him first like doesn't mean that it's just gonna be easy and i think like as christians like we have to like sit in that sometimes and be like okay god like I like I love you. I trust you. You are in control of my life, but I am still frustrated that this is happening. And you know, I give you full reign right now, and I ask for your peace. And in those situations, like He will give you peace, and He will step in, and you know, take heart. Like, what is the, what does take heart really mean? Like, what does take heart really mean? Do we need a definition? I don't know if I can we find definitions for phrases. I don't know. Take heart. Just like think about it though, guys. Like, what does take heart mean to you? Like, before we even read the definition, but like, what does take heart like 
mean? And how have you been able to take heart in certain situations knowing that he has overcome the world? So Google says, when you tell someone to take heart, you are telling him to take comfort or take confidence from something. Yeah, like, be comforted. It probably, I think, I, believe, I think the translation says be comforted. Oh, maybe. look at a different translation. Um, I actually remember this, like, just brought up a memory, too, like, that verse. Like, not this verse specifically being read, but I remember being in a mom group. Um, I don't even think we either of us had the girls yet. And there was a mom there and she, um, she struggled. I think she had a harder time. And I just remember like, you know, she like, she had some problems and she complained a lot and she talked really negatively and I'm not trying to be disparaging of her or anything, but like, she just was not, you could tell she wasn't in a good place. I remember just one day her looking around and saying like, so what is this? Like, I don't understand like how, like, like, are you really just supposed to like, follow God and then everything's just gets easy. Cause like, that's not like, that's not my experience. I don't believe that like, that doesn't happen. And it was like, no, like that's not just what's going to happen. It's not at all. what's going to happen. Like there's definitely major um, difficulties and troubles, like not only attacks from the devil, but like just worldly things that, I mean, worldly things that the devil does use to try to throw us and, you're looking for different definitions. Yeah, so like CEV, which is the common English Bible, says, but be encouraged, I will overcome the world. Um like the Amplified Bible says. I like this version actually. It says, um, I've told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence in the world you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration but be of good cheer take courage be confident certain undaunted for i have overcome the world i have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you i like that one yeah that one's really good sometimes they have my bible is like oh just helps us out like guys if you don't have the bible app on your phone um it is like <laughs> i swear i go to it like all the time because i find like reading different translations i'm like yeah they like, it, yeah just different i know like i think we're both like big word people so yeah sometimes just like different words um hit you different but yeah but anyways talking about that girl i remember that conversation mm-hmm. and you know it's really i think a lot of people think that like oh well, like if i follow jesus like my life's just like your life's got to be good like you're a Christian and it's like well no like I still like we still have struggles and God still challenges us and he puts things in our way that you know that cause us to really like the season I just went through like to really like halt you and make you fall face and like face first and yeah it's ultimately to teach you and draw you closer to him so yeah um, but yeah, so like troubled marriages, sick children or family members, physical illness, financial stress, car accidents, losing a job. Some stuff is just so dark and heavy and can take a massive toll on us physically, mentally, and spiritually. Yeah, we've all gone through things like this. Um, <laughs> many of those are direct examples from our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like we've all gone through things and like in those moments, you just think that this is going to completely destroy me and they just bring you to these deep dark corners of like despair desperation heartache and 
like it truly like you know like dep- like even just like if you talk mental health like those mm-hmm. deepest deepest moments of depression and yeah just these places where you're just like what like how did I get here like why is this happening to me um yeah just all those like I don't even know how like I feel like negative thought isn't like even a strong enough word for it but no and like also like when you're dealing with like those heavy things like it's really hard to like find him in that and um just like just yeah just to find him or like even that glimpse of him when you are in those like really dark places yeah and I think like part of it is biology um because yeah like these things like they bring out like fight or flight and different people I believe are wired to kind of doing different things because some people do like flight they withdraw or they just leave the situation some people I am definitely like a fight person so like I tend to just like I'm going to overpower and just control and strong arm the situation in absolutely any way I can and I'm going to make it better and I'm going to make it stop um yeah that's definitely me I don't really know what I am like I feel like I'm a little bit of both it may depend on like the situation I think I would have used to say you were definitely a flight because you didn't like to deal with things before but now I think that you you do kind of lean more towards like just trying to yeah I'd I'd say more fight now I think it just depends on the situation like I think I kind of said that all like Jordan I'm definitely a fight person (laughs) but like when it comes to yeah I don't know maybe not so much like a flight I don't know it's definitely an interesting thought like what are you guys where do you are you a fight person are you a flight person is it like different for different situations um like when you're in conflict you know is it different versus if something is going on in your life or like in your house is it different um just like think of like where you are because like it's definitely like an interesting reflection piece there yeah and I think like and again maybe it is situational because like I'm trying to think because you know with like COVID shutdowns like I like with me not like when I don't work and obviously like I have to go on employment insurance and I'm not making my full income and that like is like really stressful I withdraw like I don't talk to anybody when I'm on a COVID shutdown it's true well when you're on any shutdown you when you're on that leave and stuff you did like when you're kind of in like a yeah when you're kind of in like a when you're it's almost like when you're not in like a power role you don't know what to do so then you just kind of like retreat yeah I'm a manager by trade so like (laughs) that's what I mean yeah like it's just the way you are and uh like I remember uh, like a couple times you're like have you heard from Taylor like we haven't heard from her in a while is she okay and like the one time I didn't even know you were struggling but you're just like so quiet and then all of a sudden someone said something one of our girlfriends and I was like oh oh I had no idea that was even going on because usually you're so strong you know yeah and I think like I put it off to like I'm so extroverted and like not working and not being around people like at the time, that's kind of what I boiled down to is that I'm just so extroverted and not being around people is really bad for me. But really, I think it was just the stress of it, the stress and the uncertainty of not working and I just withdraw. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. When I was going through like my PTSD and stuff, I noticed that that was a huge thing for me too because I am an extrovert. And 
when I started getting panic attacks, um, being around people was really scary for me because I was like, um, like that's that used to like re-energize me being around mm-hmm. people and in social situations, like getting panic. Like I went to church one day and a full-blown panic attack. Couldn't breathe, couldn't like just bawling hysterically. Like I was like, what is going on? And that was really scary for me because like that was like my like safe safe place and to have like that much anxiety and like have panic happen in that place was really really weird and uh, that was scary for me because like all of a sudden I was like retreating and I was like like then after that I was like okay like maybe I can't be around people anymore and like what am I and then like that was right before COVID and then COVID kind of hit and then like it was like oh like I couldn't even find myself back to how I was because I wasn't going to be in any type of social situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I think, yeah, maybe I think it, I think I'd have to lean towards it looks different in different situations. Maybe not just different people. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I'm not God. What do I know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fight or flight is like a whole different, like, um, what do they call it? Like, it's like a whole thing. Like it's like a biology biology yeah but like they like have researched it and like i should re- like... i should re- i should try to find a biblical reason why god put that in us there you go There's that's what i need to find probably just for, for the simple thing he probably gave it to us to be like yo because i wanted you people to be able to stay alive <laughs> and now he's like you guys have totally twisted this and <laughs> used it for more than i mean yeah i don't know biology i can't do science right now it's too late at night Um, but yeah, so like definitely, um, when something is harming us and we need it to stop, like there's certain things that would like cause us to go into one or the other. Um, and yeah, like running away, withdrawing completely or finding different coping mechanisms, which may be like alcohol or drugs, sex, food, like anything that like is a coping mechanism. Um, I know we both got like really big on like wine and, uh. That used to be like a really big thing for both of us. Yep. Um, yeah, like even just remembering, remembering or even acknowledging that God will carry you through it is really hard sometimes. Um, like I remember, like I know, like there's literally been times where I've been like in my head and he's been like, but I've got you. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> like you can't. I just have to do this because I can do it better. And like, who the hell am I? Like, <laughs> like I can't do it better. Um, but we think that we do trust God and are good about handing things to him because like it's easy to hand like, oh, God, like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to handle this person at work today, but I'm just going to give it to you. But then when things happen, when it's like, oh, God wants me to trust him with my finances and I'm like, no, like I need to plan it and I need to handle it all and I need to make this work. Like it's just it's hard. It's um we we don't really give it to him and we limit him even if like we don't consciously limit him like I don't think many or any of us would ever say like that we want we we limit God and we don't think God can do the impossible but we just we do out of fear um yeah I mean yeah and I think we do out of like the whole like how the devil comes in too and like he whispers like those things in the back of your head and like you just really have to like stand on guard those things and be like no like that is not from god and like really like in those situations be like like stop and like refocus your thought 
thoughts and your like refocus your thought process and your thought um, pattern. Um, Just really like, like, I think like that's a big one is like your thought pattern and in those situations and in those hard times, like we have to like retrain our brains to be like, no, like that is not of God and that is not his best for my life. And that is not like when we start thinking those negative things, just like stopping that and retraining our minds to go to scripture and to go to the truth of God and like the truth of the Bible. And like, that's why, you know, I wish I would have done it lots of years ago, but like scripture memorization, like memorizing those. So they're, they're like, I remember like we did them in Sunday school, but like those rapid fire, like scripture verses. And I was never good at them. Like I don't no, have a very I'm good, terrible. like, but I'm, like, yeah, I can just say like, I know it says this somewhere. <laughs> and I yeah. Like Google the verse that says something about, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just like search like a keyword and like the Bible app, but I wish I was better at firing them off so that it was like, like it would help my thought process and my thought pattern to go to that first or like go to that those things first um yeah but yeah it's it's not an easy thing like it's really truly not no yeah but proverbs 3 verse 5 says trust in the lord with all your heart do not lean on your own understanding and i feel like that's such a common verse like i like that's the one we hear about trust um but again like that's weighted like trust the lord with all your heart do not lean on your own understanding again we know nothing (laughs) What's <laughs> the rest of that verse? Because I feel like the rest of that verse is really good too. Probably. Um. Sorry, just looking. Yeah, lean on him. Oh, this is the amplify. Let's go like and Amy. Um. So it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. <laughs> like straight, <laughs> not curvy, straight, you know. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's so funny how we make it so complicated, I think, in our heads. And then we just see like these short little, like, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. And it's like, Okay. <laughs> yeah like why is it not that simple yeah <laughs> it should um, be that simple yeah definitely like and again that's easy to hear when things are going well or we're facing smaller inconveniences but then when you're in the middle of like that despair and like you read that or that someone says that to you and you just want to punch them <laughs> like it's like but it's not that easy and it's easier to go to God to ask for help until things don't go our way or don't happen in our timing yeah, um, I'm just going to read the rest of this, like okay. the Proverbs 3. Um, so it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Mm-hmm. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled with will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. My son, do not despise the Lord discipline and do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, as a father, the son he delights in. It's just like, it's just like, yeah, like (laughs) I 
feel like that's just such an encouraging scripture. And like just reading that a couple of times, it's like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, like do not resent his rebuke. So when he tells us not to do something, oh, we're not supposed to resent him for that. Or like when he disciplines us, like that's okay. (laughs) You know, just really – yeah, like shun evil. And, you know, we, we talked about a lot about that last week and like what that looks like today. And yeah, I don't know. It's just like a really encouraging verse there. If that resonates with you. I'm going to have to find that verse in my coloring book. <laughs> I have a Proverbs coloring book. It's probably in there somewhere. Sure it is. Um, but yeah, so it's easy to hear when things are going well or we're facing like smaller inconveniences. So like, yeah, like hearing scriptures like that, like when things are like not really bad, it's like, yeah, like, yeah, mm. yeah, like I can do that. And like I, it's easy to like find God in those situations where things – it's not dark and it's not deep and we can like put worship music on still and like pull you out of like mm-hmm. maybe those those like different thoughts or like whatever is going on like a situation at, like if a situation at work or like something happens and it's just like one of those like one and done and it's not really anything that's has like depth to it then you know it's easy to like pull yourself out of those and to trust God if, in those situations be like oh, okay God like I give you that situation mm-hmm. because it's not like a long-term situation but I think like when it comes to those long-term situations that you're struggling through and um you're really like needing to find hope and you're needing to find something in those situations. It's really hard to find him in that. And like, you know, when I went through all the stuff that I went through, like I, I didn't put worship music on, you know, but every time I did, it was like, he showed up every single time. And he, it's like, he like knew well, he did know that I needed to find him in those moments. Are you able to listen to worship music without crying? Uh, it depends on the day <laughs> or the song. I was really doing it because I feel like I'll be in the best mood ever and I'll put it on and I just end up bawling. Oh, yeah, that like, happens all Is there the people time. who can do this and be a normal person <laughs> in the car because it's not me? <laughs> like, yeah. Because I, I literally, like, I'm scared to put worship music on in the morning when I'm driving to work because I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to end up bawling. I'm going to have no makeup on. Honestly, like when I have like a, I always like say like a good car worship session, like, (laughs) and I love them. But again, and it's not even that it's necessarily like sad crying or that I'm working stuff out. I just can't, I can't get through it. Even at church, there's not a single time I always end up staying in the back with like my sleeves, trying to like, (laughs) like wipe it away quickly and discreetly, so nobody was like, "Why the heck is this chick bawling over this?" But I think that's like. The way God is, though, like he wants to show us his like tender heart and he wants to show us his kindness in those moments and just breaking us down in those in the car, breaking us down in worship, breaking us down. You know, like I lay on the floor in my living room sometimes with worship music on and just like face first in the floor and just like he wants to show up in those moments so that we learn that like he is there and like even when those like he shows up strong in those moments but then he's also there through everything else and i think that's why why he does that and why 
we're kind of just I'm sure we're not the only people that do that but I think it is like the way the way he is and like his tenderness and his heart and like he just shows up in those moments you know yeah I just cried (laughs) I've like learned to just be okay with it because I I I love when he like breaks me down like that like I'm like ah you're so good like you just show up every single time you know and doesn't matter where like where I am or what's going on like cleaning the kitchen tonight you know like Mm -hmm. the kids come and sing worship music and I'm bawling because like that's all I've ever wanted as a mom you know um okay so why why is it so hard to let go of some of this stuff um Reason number one, we don't fully know the character of God. We need to spend more time in his word and grow close to him through through prayer. And even still, none of us will ever fully, completely know the character of God because it's just too much for us to possibly comprehend. And honestly, when I was like struggling a few years ago, I'd say maybe right before I got pregnant with my son, I was struggling with like the whole idea of like, of that, I think of like, well, I don't understand why God does some things. I don't understand this. I don't understand that. And I just kind of decided one day that like, I'm never going to know it. I'm never going to fully understand. And that is just okay. (laughs) Like, Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to get to that point eventually. Yeah. So we should always be going to the cross, searching for more of him and never, ever giving up on going deeper into who he is. Um, So yeah, just like reading scripture and spending time with him through prayer. But really scripture because like there's so much um, and I literally have a massive list here that we'll read to in a minute of verses that tell us some of God's characteristics that I think are important too. And I actually like wrote out um, a couple of these and put them on like the bulletin board in my office because I was like, hey, these are good. (laughs) They need to be somewhere. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I think, you know, with that too, like uh, getting in his word, but also like, like we're just being in worship with him and being just like obedient to him in those moments and hearing his voice through worship and, you know, whatever that might look like for you. And I feel like, you know, as a mom and like in the busy season where I'm at right now, it's like, sometimes I don't have time (laughs) to like have this big, huge, quiet time where like I have time to open my journal and like read a devotional and read the Bible and like, this huge thing like I just don't have time for that right now so like if I do I try like I try to but at least like having like a devotional on my phone that goes off once a day and like spending the 30 seconds to read it or Mm -hmm. like worship in the car is like my like go-to but like worship for me has always been like where he speaks to me and where he shows up so like I think it's that like it's just different for everybody where where you find him and where you really connect with him at different levels. Yeah, I agree. I think that like worship for me too ties in like that emotional piece. And uh, I don't know. I think there's something to be said for scripture though. And I think it's so important. Like, yeah, it's so important. Um, yeah, because again, I just find it's so funny. Like the more I've gone into scripture, I'm like, oh my gosh, it actually says that. <laughs> yeah, and I just mean like some like like I feel like sometimes we can be really hard on ourselves because like, oh, like I didn't get my quiet time in today, or like I didn't open my Bible, and like like you feel like 
like bad about it. And like, I don't think that that, you know, don't feel bad about it sometimes, but you know, did you connect with him in other ways? Like, were you praying at other times in the day or like, you know, so just like, don't, don't like get yourself down if you like literally don't have time for it. Cause sometimes it doesn't happen. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, so here's some of God's characteristics that we can rest in. So, um, write these verse, like take note. Uh, these will all be in our show notes and, um, yeah, put them on some index cards and put them up places if you need to be reminded. Um, I've even heard like people put them in their car. So, um, so first Corinthians 10, 13 says that the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. So that's the characteristic. God is faithful. <laughs> he will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. First uh, John 1, 5. This is the message we heard from Jesus and now declare to you. God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. Which like when I was writing that one, I was like, no darkness in him at all. Because like. I think we're so used to like assuming that people are dark that maybe subconsciously we like don't understand the gravity of that either. I guess for me, maybe that's a me thing. No, I get <laughs> it. Like it makes sense. Like just like what does that look like? And like how is you know yeah, like really? <laughs> yeah. It's one of those like, oh <laughs> yeah. Uh second Peter three verse nine says the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. Um, Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? (laughs) (laughs) so like that's a good one but also when i was reading that it was kind of a thought to me that like okay like he does not lie he does not change his mind and he has never promised and not carried it through but we also need to make sure that like we don't just assume god's saying something like oh i have a a critical illness and i know god's gonna heal me but like you know god doesn't heal everybody god doesn't you know, there's some hard situations that God has in our lives for a reason. He's not necessarily going to fix, if I'm wording that right. Like, so just kind of like have discernment and don't just like hold it against God if something that you want to be fixed isn't being fixed, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's like a weighted one, but like we just have to have discernment in that too. Yeah. Uh, First John 4, 7, dear friends, let us continue to love one another. For love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God. For God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. So God is love. (laughs) Uh, James 1 verse 17. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. So he never changes. Uh, Psalms 116.5, how kind the Lord is. How good is he? So merciful, this God of ours. Word. 
Uh, Psalms 50, verse 6, then let the heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself will be the judge. Lead the judge into Jesus. <laughs> uh, two, second, two chronicles, second Chronicles 39, 30, verse 9. Uh, for if you return to the Lord, your relatives and your children will be treated merciful by their captors, and they will be able to return to this land. For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful. If you return to him, he will not continue to turn his face from you. So that one I think is part of when God is talking to is it the Israelites he's talking to. Yeah, possibly. Because return to the land. That's, who was yeah. the one that got banished from it? Moses and Aaron? Mm. I think that's what they're talking about. So like God's not saying that like return to the land. Like that's part of a story. But yeah, yeah, the yeah. character, I just want to be clear, the characteristic of God is the Lord your God is gracious and merciful. Yeah. Um, and then Exodus 34, verse 6. The Lord passed in front of Moses, calling out Yahweh, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy. I am slow to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. I like that one. I thought that one was nice. Are you looking to see who he was talking to? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Passover. Israel and Judah is about the Passover. Yeah. Um, Psalms 1830. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for his protection. So he protects us. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yes, that's my little our little list there. Yeah. Um, and there's obviously so many more, but that was uh, my Cliff's Notes version of the list. Um, and then, so let's talk about strongholds. So I think strongholds is like a common word in Christianity. And I was like, what does it actually mean? I need to look this up. So it actually means a place that has been fortified so as to protect it against attack. So strongholds are things ideas thoughts things in our lives that we literally fortify and put a shield around so that no nothing can attack this it's basically something we like have built a foundation on pretty well so like but things that aren't necessarily good um yeah like a place where a particular cause or belief is strongly defended and upheld so yeah the things that i think these are the things that kind of make those that make the really difficult things almost so difficult. It's because usually there's like a stronghold in, in play as well. Um, yeah. So these are the things that we cling to, the things we don't want to talk to people about because they bring shame, the things that we feel there's no way out of. Um, so we we avoid acknowledging these areas in our life altogether because they're uncomfortable and we get scared that dwelling in these negative thoughts will hurt us even further. um i'm just kind of thinking about thinking about that um uh yeah so identifying these strongholds and bringing them straight to our creator is healing but remember healing is not always painless hello childbirth that was my note (laughs) (laughs) we need to destroy pride and fully admit that something needs to change when we recognize that it is fully in our nature to withdraw and run away we realize how fully we need him yeah and even just going back to that healing is not always painless and that really hit me too because like i think like when you hear the word healing it does 
it is such like a soothing and an uplifting word and you assume it's going to be this pleasant thing, but it's not. And that's why I put hello childbirth because if you've ever had a baby, you know that the healing after childbirth is, it sucks. Like it's not painless. Um, you know, like there's like your uterus contracting back up and like, you know, it's just, it's not. And so, yeah, I just thought that that, that really stuck with me too. I think just in some of my own stuff that, um, my own difficult stuff right now, like healing is not always painless and that sucks, but <laughs> I think it's good to like recognize too. Um, so yeah, like just seek wise counsel and find accountability, find your people who you can, who you can trust, um, to say like from a place of love, like, you know, and not even just to say like, why are you trusting God, but like to kind of nudge you in that way. Um, so like even when we feel ashamed, wise and loving biblical counsel from trusted brothers and sisters in Christ is a vital part of this life. And these friendships, like they love us, they see us starting to try to control our own and they can gently um, point us towards like conviction and to seek God. Um, but also like make sure you ask God for discernment over what is being spoken to you because, you know, sometimes we can hear things from a few different places. Um that aren't necessarily like you know just because we hear it from a few different places we're like oh it must be god but it isn't always so i think we should talk about discernment one week yeah discernment's probably a whole topic yeah discernment's a really hard one to navigate sometimes yeah totally that's yeah that's definitely a whole topic <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but not everyone knows what that means either so um but yeah like i totally i think this is a, re- a hard one and like really this is where the control really comes in because you don't want those things that you that have a stronghold over your life that you don't want to knock down those walls and you don't want to be um what's the word um vulnerable you don't want people to see them yeah like you don't want people to see like where you are um like it's hard and like but like you know, if I use what I went through, like I was always this like happy go lucky person and um like like light glass half full, you know, just like always like looking at the brighter side and like things like that. And then, you know, when I had to like step back and like see everything unraveling around me, it was like, no, but I'm like this and like I like but there were certain things that, and like when I went through like all my PTSD stuff, I was like, I don't understand why this was my breaking point. Like I've been through so much in my life. Like my brother's an addict. My mom's been in a really bad car accident. My dad's had some health concerns. Like I've gone through a bunch of really like hard things. And it was like, what, like, why was that my breaking point? And it was really hard to like come out of that because it was like, it just like I was holding on so strongly to certain things. And then when I finally like God just kind of blew it all up. And then that's when things started to get better because it was just blown. Like every stronghold, everything was just blown. And, you know, it wasn't easy. I was this strong person and like I was known for that. And I think even when I was going through that, a lot of people were like, whoa, you're not that strong anymore. <laughs> Like, what's going on? And I'm like, I just, like, couldn't handle it because, anyways. Um, 
but yeah, like you just, you don't know what's going to, like, you don't know what those strongholds are. And sometimes like you don't see them and you don't yeah, know what the they problem. are. Yeah, like, you don't always even know what they are. Yeah. Like I had no idea. Like I still couldn't tell you what those strongholds were, but they were something and they needed to be blown up. And like, I mean, I maybe could go there with God and like figure out what those were but like I don't think that that's necessary um in my healing process anyways it may be in somebody else's is to figure out what those are um but you know just like we don't know what they are and then they but like he's got to come in and he's got to blow them up in order for us to really like push through and yeah it's not easy yeah, and, like, I think just realizing that you don't have to do that stuff alone. Because, again, like, I think, like, like finding people you can trust to kind of even just listen and to talk about and um, just ask to pray for you as you try to navigate that and figure that out. Um, yeah, and, like, yeah. you know, God doesn't want us to do it alone. And he wants us to be in community with people and he wants us to have those friendships and have those godly counsel. And, you know, that's why like the church is so important and being founded in a church and rooted somewhere that, you know, you are having to be accountable and whether it's just showing up every Sunday, like whatever that might be, but just like having people that like can see your heart. And I think this is like, I think like it's so hard for people to be vulnerable and to communicate things. Um, I mean, the church is a whole different conversation, but mm. you know, it, it, like even without the church, like it's so important to be in community with other believers. Just leave it at that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm kind of go along with that. Proverbs 19, 20, 21 says, listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Many are the plans in the mind of the man, of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. So, um, yeah, just listening to God ultimately, because it's, we, many are the plans in the mind of a man. Like we've got lots of plans, but, um, it's not about us. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, so yeah, like, I think just like. And again, like this is harder, like easier than done because sometimes we don't know all the reasons why we push God away, but just try to think about like why, like, you know, think about your trust issues, your daddy issues, your whatever issues, like why, like, how do you think, like, look at your life, like, what can you see? What patterns can you see about where and why you push God away? I think is a good place to start. Um, yeah. And then just kind of got to pick up your Bible and keep rediscovering his character and his infinite love for you. And grow closer to him because how can you trust somebody that you don't know? Good one. Again. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. It's so true. And, you know, this is kind of like a heavy topic and I feel like we could like, I we feel like, like happy next week. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is like, just like, you know, starting like to talk about it. Like there's so much more we could talk about when it comes to, control and trust and things like that and we probably will get into more of that mm -hmm. but just like you know this is something that taylor and i have both struggled with and this is something that we've had to relearn and it's something that like i said at the beginning like that i'm still working through and i don't really have like maybe god does want me to figure out what those strongholds are so that i'm 
can, you know, stand, stand firm <laughs> the next time they come and attack, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really know, but, um, yeah, like it's just, it's still stuff that we're working through and we're trying to figure out too. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, I said this last week too, like getting down on your knees and just saying like crying out to God and just like really opening your heart to let him in. And I think that's like the hardest part, but also like the most important part as well to any of us. Yeah, definitely. I just have a thought and I can't think of it. (laughs) But like the end of it, like, I think we're talking about it, like his character and like, just like something that's like, keeps ringing like literally every day like he is so good and he loves me so much and like and I say it like that because it's literally the way he's been saying it to me like like he is so good and he loves me so much like there's just so much like weight behind that and like like hard like just truth that like he is that way and his character is that way and like his love for me is like that and you know yeah I don't know that's literally what I say every day yeah and like I think back to like I don't know like if this can help anybody I don't know that it will but like when I like I used to really struggle with like depression anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorder a lot after I had my second and it was like a really dark place in a dark time. And like, you know, you hear people who say like with depression, they're like, I can't control it. Like, I wish it was that easy to get out of it. I wish it was that easy to reframe your thoughts. And it's not when you're in it, but I just remember one day it just clicked that like, I don't have, I, I don't have to understand. Like I am never going to understand why things happen to me. I'm not, I'm never going to understand why things happened to me when I was a kid and why my life played out the way it did when I was growing up. And I'm not meant to understand those things. And I think just like releasing that like expectation on myself of trying to figure out the why. um, I say that, but then I still ask why in a lot of areas and that's kind of other struggles I'm having right now. But I found myself like, you know, that my daughter's four now. So it's been you know, like, let's say three years, and I don't really struggle with depression anymore. And, you know, given my life, you think I'd kind of be prone to it. But I just, I'm not because I just kind of like, have that expectation of like, I'm not meant to understand. And this is not on me, like, and it's just kind of that passing off of like, no, it is that easy. Because like, it's not yours to carry. It's, yeah, it's not mine to carry. And I'm not, and furthermore, I'm not meant to understand it. I'm not meant to fix it. And yeah, I think that's just kind of, you know, and I still, I have my moments and I have, again, like I still have things I'm going through in days, but like the things I'm going through, like if I had been going through that three years ago before I kind of understood this, like it would be like, I wouldn't be functioning. It would destroy my entire, like, my all my waking hours but now you know I have my moments and I have my dark moments and it's really hard but you know I am still able to kind of like to an extent put it to the side and let them pull you through yeah again not Mm -hmm. to say that it's not hard because like it is it is it's really hard like there's still areas like with my physical health that I don't understand why and it's really hard and 
I get, again, I get to those really dark places, but then I am just kind of able to like refocus and remember like there doesn't need to be a reason why and that's okay. Or there, there is a reason why like God has the plan, but I'm never going to understand it and that's okay. Yeah. I think that's like something and like you often hear like non-believers or people that have struggled with faith say like bad things have happened. Like why didn't God stop them? Or like, I hate that conversation when people ask, like, oh, you, like, you believe in God, but like, that, like, why does bad things happen, and why does this, and it's, like, it's so hard to articulate those conversations, because you want to be so kind and so loving and explain it, but, like, also, like, you want to explain it, but also you don't fully understand, so it's really hard to explain it, and that's why, like, going to the Bible and going to those verses and understanding his character and understanding what trust is and understanding what that means biblically is the only way to fully understand why bad things happen and letting him be in control of it all. And it's not an easy conversation and it's not an easy thing to understand, but that's why I think as much as I did not want to talk with us, like it's so important that we really truly kind of go back to like the core of this all and like really just sit, like sit there and seek his characteristics and really just see how much he loves us. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. All this to say. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Isn't that a song we sing in Sunday school? I don't know. Definitely was. Um, but yeah. Do you want to pray tonight? Or? I did last week. It's your turn. All right. Okay. God, we thank you so much for the listener on the other side of this. I thank you for Taylor. And I just thank you for this time that we got to spend together. Um, digging into your word and digging into your truth and really looking at your char- your character and who you are and how we can see that every single day and how we can walk in it and we just ask that this week you would reveal yourself to us and reveal your characteristics to us and um help us to find the time in our busy days to open our bibles or open our bible app on our phone and just really take the time to read the scripture too if that's all we have time for Um, but you know, in those moments of quiet that you would just truly show up and speak to us and reveal yourself and your love for us. And, um, yeah, God, we just thank you so much for this time. And we just pray for a huge blessing this week on our listeners, on Taylor. Um, and we just give you all the praise and all the glory because you're so good. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So thanks for sticking with us through that, this guys. Was a long one. I know yeah. it was long and it was kind of heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like we want to kind of we like we want to journey through those heavy things with you, but we I also we don't want you to avoid us because you're like, like Ugh. <laughs> what am yeah. I? So next it's week will be heavy. maybe a little lighter. Yeah, we'll try. I'll try to think of something lighter. Joy. Oh. We're gonna be the first of the spirit. Maybe we'll stick to joy next week. Maybe we'll stick with joy. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all better, tell, joy, y'all better pray peace. that God puts something happy on my heart. Otherwise, you're in for week four of heavy. So. I will make sure that does not happen because this <laughs> was a heavy week for me. So we love you guys. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram and 
come say hi and have a great week. Send us happy topics. Bye. Bye. <laughs>